I have four kids, two sets of twins. I'm really lucky. Whenever I think about, hey, when did we start the PPA tour? I just remember my little boys are three years old. We started about six months before they were born. What up, chefs? It's Jared and Jason from The Kitchen, and this is Kitchen Conversations, a podcast where we interview top players and influential figures in the greatest sport in the world, pickleball. If you haven't already, join our community of fellow pickleball addicts on Facebook or Instagram, where you can win tons of great giveaways and even interact with your favorite pro players. You can find us on all the socials. Just search The Kitchen Pickleball or visit us on our new website at www.thekitchenpickle.com. Now, on to the show. Welcome to another edition of Kitchen Conversations. Jason Aspis, Jared Paul, with our one of our favorite guests, a, a returning member of the cast, Connor Pardo, the founder and CEO of the PPA Tour, here to talk about everything that's gone on the last year. And it has Madness. been it's been a lot. A lot of stuff has happened. So we're looking forward to talking to him. Before we do that. A shout out to our sponsors. We got Fitvine Wines. Fitvine Wines is the wine to go to when you're playing pickleball. No added sugar, no chemicals, no hangover. They guarantee you no hangover, even though that's not true. I just made that up, but they should make that a guarantee because I know I've drinking plenty of it and have not had a hangover. So go check it out, Fitvine Wines. Let's go. Let's bring on Connor Pardo. Connor, how are you, buddy? Doing good. Thanks for having me on, guys. I feel pretty honored to be a second timer here. I think I'm a, a part of a short list. Very that short list. Correct. Yeah. Well, you know, it's been about a year since we had you on, and uh, a, quite a few things have happened. It's been a busy year, very successful year at that. Um, so one, congratulations. I feel like PPA is, uh, is growing by leaps and bounds and really forging itself as the premier place to, to watch the best pros play. Um, big news this last couple of weeks with the, what do we call it? A merger, an acquisition, a partnership, uh, MLP and PPA finding common ground. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, merger partnership, I think both those two words fit quite well. Um, and I think it's, you know, something that a lot of people thought probably would never happen, including myself. So it's been really fun to really see, uh, both worlds align and both people, you know, give a little bit and be willing to do what's best for the overall growth of the sport and the growth of the professional game. And also ultimately what's best for both businesses. So it's been real fun. Um, it's been real fun jumping in and working with those guys and uh, sorry about that and uh, seeing the sport grow. I've been playing pickleball with Steve Kuhn recently and um, a couple of times he's, you know, oh, I you know, call with Connor later or, and it's just like, it's like blowing my mind uh, that, you know, you're all working together. I think it's great. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. We, uh, the groups have actually meshed really quite well, um, whether it be our team, their team, everybody working together. We've had all these new gold touring pro cards that have been going out. Um, feels like us and the MLP team, we haven't slept since Thanksgiving, since that announcement came out. But it looks like we finally uh, got that to the finish line with the MLP draft being next week. 
So let me ask you about that. So that was a bit controversial when you guys announced a gold, essentially tier and a silver tier. Is that right? Correct. Uh, and, and the way that was going to work was that silver tier had a requirement of players playing, obviously, all the MLP stops, but also playing five PPA events through the course of the year. And you would be paid 100%, right? That Everybody's Correct. earnings would be 100%. If you were in the gold category, you had to play all the all the MLP events plus 20 PPA events, and you would then be doubled your output. Your your prize money would be doubled. Is that correct? Yeah. So your prize money on MLP would be doubled by the PPA, and you would also um, receive just benefits of being a touring pro, just like the 24 pros that we had this year. You know, that's appearance fees, registration fees waived. Um, marketing services, Hertz rental car. You've probably seen the, the pros that post those fun pictures with their Hertz rental car and all the benefits that come along with being a PPA player. So how many players received a gold offer? Um, gosh, it's probably a little over 60. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, a little over 60 players. And how many How many okay. are going to gonna do it? Yeah, about 60. So... Right about that that range. I, now the more, I thought the silver option might be a little bit more popular with everybody, but it seems like it's been an all or nothing, which has been quite fun. Um, so everyone will see over the next couple of days, this amazing roster that we have, um, who's both committed to MLP and the PPA Tour. And uh, we feel really fortunate to be the spot that we're in right now. And now we just got a lot of work to do to continue to create the best platform and the best place for these professional players to showcase their talents and for people to be able to watch them. So let me ask you, let me let me kind of dig into that. Was the gold, was that an offer that had to be extended from the PPA or MLP to the players? Or could people just opt in and say, hey, I'll be gold and I'll play 20 events and that's what I'll choose? I mean, there was plenty of players that wanted to do that, that we just weren't able to offer that gold card to. You know, when we were looking at, you know, how should we offer these players what? There's a few things that we really took into, um, I guess, as criteria to make up the whole body of work for a player, just because everybody's different. You know, there's some people that are super new on the scene, like a Christian Alshon, right? That might not have the individual accolades or even a, a proper duper. So there's different things that we took into consideration while we did this and probably wasn't exactly perfect, but I think we did a pretty damn good job. So the first thing we did is we'd look at everybody's duper. We had everybody's duper and how they've performed. We looked at everybody's uh, professional player ranking, whether that be on the PPA tour and the APP tour. And then um, last but not least, we looked at market marketability and just kind of who are the upcoming people that we think people are going to want to watch play. And so as we did that, we went through and we um, obviously there's quite a few players that we need to fit on the MLP side of things with there being 24 teams. And then um, who do we think could still offer um, offer something to the PPA tour where we feel like they were going to help enhance what we were doing on our side and continue to, to raise this, raise the uh, status quo for pickleball. Love it. Got it. And so yeah, in, in, we reached out and they were like, we, we want to do a gold card and we just couldn't quite get there. Why did it matter? Why, why couldn't everyone have opted into the gold card status? Is there anything like, I guess you're doing things like Hertz and the marketing services. That that's where it gets because the the prize money really it's only going to be to the people that win, and that's going to happen. Yeah, well, same with the guaranteed money, right? Like the appearance before we did, 
everybody that's a, a gold card member has some sort of appearance fee or some for showing up and playing events. And so we wanted to make sure we were giving that to people that we felt like we're going to, were beneficial to grow the tour. Right. And so you're going to have 96 players, right? That will be drafted. Yes. Yeah. Is that, is that right? 96 players. <laughs> 60, 60 will be gold status. So two yeah, thirds will be drafted. It would take a little bit, maybe some around 50, 50 to 60 players. But not all of those are guaranteed to get drafted. They're not. So there's going to be some people that you're going to have a gold touring pro or maybe someone that's been a PPA touring pro for a couple of years. There's a chance that they could not be drafted. There's a chance that they could be drafted in the challenger league and not the premier league. I mean, all that's going to give the team owners. So, you know, Sam query make the cut. Uh, Sam uh, is going put his name in to be drafted in MLP, but he wouldn't be considered a gold touring pro now. Got it. Got it. All right. So Duper and PPA forged an alliance, which is pretty exciting for the sport. Uh, I know that you guys had some relationship prior, uh, but now moving forward, we're going to be using Duper scores uh, for uh, bracket play for amateurs and for pros. Is that right? Yeah. So Duper, I mean, it's the best rating system out there, bar none. And it's been such a great thing for our sport to be able to try to unify and rally behind one thing. And with MLP, you know, and the PPA coming together, there was a lot of, um, it made a lot of sense to also find a way for pickleball.com and the PPA tour and everything that we're doing to be able to form a a relationship and a strategic alliance with Duper. And so, yes, all amateur, um, all amateur play will be done upon your Duper ranking. Um, We're really excited to integrate Duper more into the software that we have for the amateur side of things. And I think people should be looking as duper as, I mean, this is it. This is the rating system that's going to rate our sport. And it's the one that all of us are going to get behind and we're going to support. And we're going to, we think it's a real good thing. What, what's your take on ETR coming in? Yeah, I think that's interesting. Um, and uh, it's going to be fun to, I guess, see what they want to do with the sport. Um, and I feel like we've got a pretty good handle on how things are going. And I know, duper right as of right now i mean there's nothing better than it right now at this moment and so i think there's a lot of question marks with utr i I can't really form an opinion on it yet until i see what they're going to bring to the marketplace and what they're exactly going to do um but i do think it's it's taken them quite some time so at least they're seeing the growth of pickleball like everybody else right do you have a baby dinosaur in the background oh i've got i've got four little kids so if you're hearing screaming um I have four, I have four kids, two sets of twins. I'm really lucky. Whenever I think about, Hey, when did we start the PPA tour? I just remember my little boys are three years old. We started about six months before they were born. Um, two twin boys. And then I have another set of twins, believe it or not, they're seven months old, a boy and a girl. And so it's just been real fun. You're not busy. You're, you're, you have tons of free time and just, (laughs) well, you know how it is. You have a kid too, like around the same age as, yeah. I think Grayson and Cannon, right? Two just or three? One, just one. She's uh, she's one? two years old. Jason has three kids. Yeah, yeah, she's two though. Yeah, you have one right in between mine. Yeah, um, that's right. I remember you came over when we were playing pickleball at my house when you just barely had a kid. So yeah, yeah. cool. So Connor, the for you know for the PPA and pickleball in general to be successful the way we all envision pickleball to be, uh, it's really got to kind of make that leap from being a participatory sport uh, to becoming a spectator sport. 
And I think, you know, part of that obviously is growing the number of players because the more people that play, the more people that understand the game and they will want to watch the best people in the world playing that on television. But we're going to need a television deal, right? We're going to need to see production levels be made better. We're going to need to see, you know, just everything fit out a little bit upscale. And, and I had an opportunity to travel a few weeks ago and I saw Padel and I was down in South Africa and it was on TV nonstop. Uh, the production levels were really good. And you just kind of start to see that, 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 you know, that flip, you know, that switch gets flipped in your head and you realize, wow, I see how this thing becomes bigger and in, in how it becomes monetized. Where are we with, well, first of all, congratulations. I know we have the bubbly uh, Las Vegas tournament coming up. That's going to be on ABC. You guys have had great relationships with ESPN, the tennis channel, CBS, CBS twice, right? Yep. And so, so we're, we're feeling very close, but when are we going to get a, a real TV deal that's going to change the economics of the sport? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. Um, you know, I'm, I'm one of the few people that have seen the whole evolution of TV firsthand since when we really started from the beginning. And, um, it's been really amazing to watch the whole progression of how TV and how pickleball has been accepted by these networks. Um, you know, one of the real confusing things that people had was what's MLP, what's PPA, what's APP. How does this all make sense? I really want to do this. I want to be involved in pickleball, but I'm going to sit on my hands and I'm going to let y'all figure it all out, you know? And so now that we have a little bit more clarity with the PPA and MLP partnership, I mean, that was step one to really trying to continue to move this thing forward. But look, guys, we've got buy-in from everybody right now, whether that be Fox, um, Fox, NBC, um, ABC, ESPN, CBS. I think we did over 100 hours on Tennis Channel this year. And if people just take a second and like think about where we were a year ago from now, like I at this time, you guys, if people watched the Orlando event last year, I, that was the best PPA event we've done to date, by the way, just – the whole thing, the way it looked, the way it felt, the way that it was played, the way that it was produced. Um, it was, it was a real, it felt like you were at this professional event that you were at an ATP event or a PGA event and you walked in and it passed the eyeball test. And we produced that event really well, by the way, as well. But that event a year ago was the first time we had ever been on tennis channel, like 12 months ago. And you think like, Oh my gosh, look at how far the sports come in 12 months you know, what I can say to everybody is that it's going to grow even more in the next 12 months than it did the previous 12 months. And so we're on, we're on the right track and we have the right people involved, especially with Tom and his group. Um, you know, Tommy's been around a lot of sports. He's done this. He's worked a TV deal out for his hockey team. Um, and so it's not just me trying to figure out how we're going to make this work anymore, but we're surrounding ourselves with people that have been there and done that. And uh, that's been real important because I probably would have screwed this thing up if it would have just been me. I remember the first time I met you actually was in Atlanta. Uh, I guess this was like a year and a half ago. And yeah. Atlanta was a great event. Um, but I could tell like you, you guys were kind of running around like chickens with your head cut off. And and you were you were you had like a team that you were just kind of piecing together. And um, I just think it's amazing what you've uh, been able to accomplish. And I'm so happy for you that, you know, you found someone like Tom, who I'm sure is acting as a mentor and also has just tons of experience in the space. Um, so congrats on that. I think, uh, I, I think what you're saying is right. We just need to all be patient and realize how far we've come in the past 12 months. Um, and I think 2023, there's just gonna be so much, so much great development. So. 
I mean, nothing's stopping pickleball. Like, nothing's slowing it down. So many people are playing. People are going to want to watch. If we could just get all the people that wanted to play to care who Ben Johns is, like, that that's the first step, right? Or for Dink Maximum, then you have to attack. That's what I, that's what I've, that's my, that's my thing. <laughs> So, so let's talk about that. So, so the domination by Ben and Annalie this year, <clears throat> Annalie had seven uh, triple crowns. Ben had four, I believe. Uh, they won 12 mixed championships out of 18 tour stops, and they only participated in 13. So, yeah. I mean, Catherine and Riley got them once. Other than that, they were perfect. I mean, domination, right? Pretty much dominated the, the sport is that good for the PPA? Is that something that worries you at all, or is that good because we're building superheroes here? Uh, both. I think both answers. Both answers to those questions are right. Um, you know, take a look at what Tiger Woods did for golf. Um, that guy was an absolute animal for years, and still some of the best performances that anyone could ever imagine seeing to date. And some of his scores are so low, people aren't even going to come close to beating those. Um, and you look at what that did for golf. I mean, it was great and he was dominant and he won almost every week. Um, but what you're seeing Ben and Anna Lee do is something that is just absurd. Like you look at tennis and you look at kind of the big four with Nadal and Federer and Djokovic, um, and, uh, that group over there, you know, they're lucky if they win, I don't know, six, seven times a year. And these guys are coming in and we're playing three separate divisions and they're expected to win everything. It's a lot of pressure on them. And, you know, I couldn't be more proud of those two. They've, they've done such a great job being able to have that pressure coming week in, week out, a target on their back. And I think it's been great for the sport, but let me tell you, Ben and Annalie better watch out because we have so much talent coming into this sport and it is so exciting. And do I think they're the two best players right now? Yeah, Absolutely but there is a lot of talent coming in and a lot of people playing on the PPA tour that are going to be pushing them next year. And the results that we've seen this part, it's almost impossible to keep it like that. I mean, if Ben was winning 70% of the time, he'd be the most dominant player, let alone like 90% or wherever he's at this year. Have, have you heard any, uh, or I, I've heard rumors around possible ideas of there being kind of draws, you know, random draws for each tournament. And, and could that be a possibility? Oh, like random partners, random partners. Yeah. I mean, we will, uh, we will see. I, for the time being right now, I think we're planning on it looking pretty traditional right now, but a big part of all this is Steve Coons, you know, going to be working with us and with our professional players. And he has some great ideas of how we can mix partnerships up and see new things. And I actually just heard of some ideas. We were, we were talking on the phone is either yesterday or the day before. And he had some real fun ideas of some possible tournaments and scenarios and things that we can do. And so I'm actually going to be getting together with him here in Vegas um, next week. And we're going to talk about all sorts of things that we might be able to do. So I think it's fun when we see new partners and new matchups. Um, yeah, the Selkirk, the Selkirk LA event was really fun. Yeah, I know it's fun. It's fun to just see Matt Wright play with Callie Smith. It's just different. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. That's, there's not, what is, is that the tagline from LP? No, there's nothing else like it. Nothing else like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so can you confirm that PPA is moving to rally scoring next year? Is that right? Uh, not confirmed. Not confirmed. Not confirmed. Um, okay. I was kidding. That sounded too serious. <laughs> yeah, no, um, not confirmed. Hey, definitely. In the kitchen. Hang on. Let me just put it. Just 
it's being discussed, you know. So it's wow. being discussed. Oh, wow. that was that was total left field. I was just making a joke. I thought we were going to get a good laugh out of that. No, but it, but your spin serves for sure gone everywhere now. That, so. that I know. Yeah, that was very <laughs> yeah. poignant. Thank God. By the way, well done. You're leading the way. USA pickleball followed your lead. We told them. We told them. So no, well done. Now let let serves. I think it's all that's left, right? <laughs> uh, let serves, and then. At the pro level, we don't let people serve out of position. Like we'll move them and put them in the right spot. We think yep. it's a little funny to when people forget to serve the ball the right way. So that's another thing that we do is if for some reason someone's lined up on the wrong side, we'll just not call the score and say, hey, Mr. Wright or Matt Wright, can you please move to the left? And then we'll call that's, the score and play. That might be another good rule to adapt. Yeah, nothing's worse than being embarrassed and not knowing where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do. So, well, missing the serve and then being told you were out of place is even worse because <laughs> you get to redo it. Right. Um, well, we, will, so, we won't even call the score, we won't even let them serve if they're out of place on the PPA. But I think that'd be a fault as far as amateur play goes because you missed the serve and you'd be so. So, Connor, other than your four children under the age of four, what keeps you up at night? What are you worried about? What are you thinking about? What, what? Do you see on the horizon? What what is what is on your mind when you go to bed? And who's getting who's getting numerous texts? Is that Jason or I'm oh, assuming Connor? Yeah, sorry, I probably yeah, you're good. Connor. I figured it was Connor. If yeah. it was me, I would have been yelled at. I feel like it's a bunch of players. It's a bunch of players. Like you know, a bunch of players. Here. What kind of rental car am I getting for Vegas? Right. Are you doing? All yeah, I know. I know. We're gonna have to take you to the offsite hurts lot. We're out of cars. It's something like that, right? Um, okay. Can you? Oh, so what, keep, um, what keeps you up at night? And then there's a part B is how's your pickleball game? But let's first hear what keeps you up at night. Well, I used to be better at pickleball than you, but I'm not better than you anymore. So that tells you how much I've been playing and you how much be. you've been playing. You might be. We'll see. Um, <laughs> whatever. Do you guys play together at the Austin tournament? And I was like, these guys are pretty good. We got um, we got fourth and Jason like hit all the out balls. Anyways, so what keeps you up at night? <laughs> I mean, for us, the big thing is um, – what has been keeping me up at night is uh, just trying to meet all of these players' needs right now. I mean, it's been real busy from from Thanksgiving up to this point leading up to the draft. We had this deadline of trying to have people eligible and ready to apply and who is committed to what tour going into next year. And so that had been that had been where most of my time and where my mind has been lately. But I'm excited to get it back towards the things that are really going to matter to continue to to grow the tour and to grow the professional sport. Um, you know, our big thing is just trying to get a little bigger and a little better every week. We, we now, we have so many events now. I mean, we look at every week is what are we, what are we doing this week? And we'll break out the entire calendar and we'll have week one to week 52. And I think the thing that keeps us up is we feel like we're stewards for the professional sport to continue to grow it. And we've got a duty to the professional players who trust in us that, want to play on our tour uh, to our fans, to people that want to come out and play in our events and um, really to the whole pickleball community, because, you know, our goal is to continue to professionalize and raise the standard for what professional pickleball is. And a lot goes into that. And so much has happened from a small company with a couple of friends of mine from high school to now we're up to over 50 people that just focus on the PPA tour week in and week out. And so really what keeps me up a lot is like, how can I keep those people motivated? How can I help them set great goals? How can I make them successful? How can I help make sure they have the right tools so they can use their talents and 
use the things that they're good at that I might not be great at so we can continue to grow this sport and continue to professionalize. Uh, got a question here from somebody in the kitchen community about if someone wanted to come work for the PPA, where would they find job opportunities? You got to just follow along the tour and eventually they'll find a spot. I know. I know. Like, Chris so, Carson. yeah, that's the funniest story. So Chris Carson, DJ Selkirk, uh, the best guy ever. Great guy. Um, he just kept following us around and volunteering. And I was like, this guy either is really odd or he really loves pickleball. You either got to be like, you need to, or you need to not follow us or just come work for us. One of the two. One of the two. Like, what are you going to do? Either this is weird or you need to get a job. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, if you guys, you can reach out online. Um, we have an inquiry section on the PPA tour website. We uh, really don't post many jobs. A lot of it is, you know, we have immediate needs and people know people, people know people that are in the sport. Um, you know, the other day a marketing job came up and somebody knew someone in Dallas who was a pickleball friend of somebody. So we've done a lot of hiring within the pickleball community, which has been fun, but we've also hired people that have just inquired on the website. So feel free to just put an inquiry in and, uh, someone will get back to you. Are, are you hiring any marketers, any community builders? Do you, do you have a job for me? I mean, you guys are, you guys, yeah. I don't think you need a job. You're pretty busy doing what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, talking about remarkable, the, the kitchen sure grown a lot. I remember when you guys started, I'm like, who is this guy? And why does everyone say they have a partnership? <laughs> you uh, know, <laughs> uh, the good old days. So, so Connor, another question from, from Brendan in Australia. Are there any plans for international expansion for the PPA? I mean, I'd love to, I mean, we've had our hands tied here in the States right now, but pickleball has been growing and I think that'd be fun. Fun fact is I actually lived in Australia for two years so I would love to do something there. I lived in. Uh, so you did your mission there? I did. Yes, I'm LDS uh, or Mormon. I did a two-year mission in uh, Melbourne, Australia, and I also was down in Tasmania for some time, and I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. So if we're going to go international, Australia is number one on my pit, on my list. So Hobart. All right. So I'm I'm with you. My wife's Australian. I got a lot of family really? in Australia. Let's go. I'll I'll help you spearhead. You know the Australian PPA tour. Kitchen you know, can, you know, prop it 10, up. 10 slams and the whole nine yards and Vegemite. Oh, Vegemite. I love it. Vegemite <laughs> stands. It's uh, it's a tough one. <laughs> you love it or you hate it. Yeah, but Australia would be awesome. I, I think we've already dabbled into possibly doing um, a little, you know how like the NFL or the NBA, they'll go play a game um, yep. internationally. Maybe doing a fun little series. Um in between Europe and Asia, Australia, there's a few things that popped up where maybe we start that way instead of running a whole tour event, coming and doing almost like a, a little exib- international exhibition series in summer of 24. Believe it or not, like that's where our brains are at this time, like 23 set in stone. We're already, we're already moving to 24 and what's that going to look like? Speaking of which, I saw Riley make an announcement that he is going to be in Australia for one of the MLP tour stops and and basically said, sorry, uh, but if you want to draft me, just know that I'm not going to be around for that week. Uh, will he so be drafted? Did they do it all, an alternate for those? Does week? that make him ineligible or is he able to be drafted and just have to use an alternate? I mean, I don't speak for on behalf of MLP. You guys will have to, you guys will have to go get with Brooks and Steve and Jill and Brian Levine and Ann. And the I think if Riley has to have an alternate, it should be, it should be me. Be wonderful. I agree. Some undraftable. Un- undraftable. You have my supporter. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, what else we got? 
this is the time where you get to ask us questions, Connor. What, what do you have for us? Um, if you have any, you don't have to. No, 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 you don't have to ask questions. I'm sure, I'll have questions for you guys. I always have questions for you guys. Um, maybe you guys can tell everybody. Um, what what can we expect from the kitchen and these events that you guys have been putting it on? You guys have been putting on. I know you and Matt have been putting some one-off events on. They seem pretty cool. I, I mean, I'd love to know what your guys' plans are with those. Yeah, so we are working with brands to put on curated events. Um, and so we're going to be doing more of that. We're talking to quite a number of brands. Um, and it's just another way for us to uh, further extend the reach for our partners. Um, and also, you know, build community through those events. And um, we, we've had some, some uh, you know, cash prizes and uh, we're trying to throw parties at these events. So expect more of that. And we're also going to be announcing a six city amateur money ball series for 2023. Um, so That's that awesome. Was, Where's that at? We are figuring, we're figuring, amateur money ball series. Amateur money. Yeah, we're not going to the pro. I made a commitment to you, Connor, that I would not go into the pro game at your house. I don't know if you remember that. I remember that. I was like, I'm not going to partner with you if you're going to jump in the pro game. You got promise. Yeah, right. um, so, where are you doing these? We're figuring, we're figuring that out now. Uh, California for sure, Florida for sure, Austin or Dallas. Um, then we're looking at Arizona, Utah, um, Denver. But oh, we're, we're in the process of figuring it out, and I think it's going to be it's going to be our first kind of you know uh, just seeing what that looks like from a, I think we'll be able to fill the seats pretty easily. Um, and we want to just do something different. I think you guys are doing a tremendous job. I think the duper waterfall tournaments have been great. We're going to try to mix it up, uh, shake things up a little bit and, and see how it goes. Well, I love it. If you play one in Dallas or Salt Lake and I'm in town, I'm in, make sure you save me a spot. I will. And I would love to play. So that sounds maybe fantastic. we'll play. Maybe we'll, we'll be partners. Let's do it. You let me know. I just got dumped live on television. No, Jason, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Hey, wait, so, so Connor, one last question. I promise. Wait, one last question. Now that you're stealing my girlfriend, uh, I'm going to ask a hard hitting one. Uh, Obviously you guys have a ton of leverage over these players, right? I don't know. Has there been any discussion? Have you heard any talks of players unionizing? And if so, would you be in favor of that? Or would that be something that you guys would, would be strongly against? I mean, I think anything that grows the professional side of the game, whatever it may be, um, is a good thing. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that we have a ton of leverage over the players because the players also have just as much leverage over us. Um, and the big thing for me has always been like, our tour is a player's tour. It's a tour built for the players, built for the professional players. We welcome feedback. We welcome structure, um, playing format, whatever it may be. Um, and so I don't know if the leverage is really heavy sided one way. It's been really a, it's been a, something that we've worked on both together of trying to get the PPA to where it's at right now. And so, I mean, if that was something they wanted to do, I think that'd be great. Um, but I think they have a pretty good, a pretty good process the way we do things now. So I wouldn't be for or against either, but, uh, and I, I definitely wouldn't say one group has more leverage on the other side. We've done a really good job up to this point, collaborating and working together and, I mean, you look at some of these people in pickleball that no matter who it is, the APP, PPA, MLP, you have a lot of people that have sacrificed time and effort and money and sweat to create something for these professional players where they can create a living for themselves and professionalize the sport. But the players have done just as much like they've given their time and they've given their energy and they've given their support 
And so without it, I think it, we're in a really unique spot because we have some of these players that are at the top of the game that have just been such, they've been such good people. It almost makes me emotional because they've given up a lot too to get the sport where it is now. And so sometimes when you see some of these new players that come in, you know, they don't necessarily know what it was like, you know, yeah. even three years ago when yeah. a lot of these players that are still at the top of the game, they, they made a big sacrifice to get it to where it is today. Connor, so much of what you just said, you said to me the first time we met and then when I was at your house, and I just commend you for having a vision and staying true to the vision and executing on the vision and now being in the place where you're at. I think uh, I, I'm, I'm impressed and I'm inspired by just what you've been able to build. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for 2023. I'm excited for the sport, excited for PPA, MLP, all the entities, um, and it's just going to be a tremendous year. No, I appreciate it. And you should be just as excited about what you're building as well. And uh, I agree. I mean, we're pumped up over here. It's going to be a, a hell of a year next year. we got a ton of tour stops, new faces, new things that we're kind of going to try out, test out. And uh, we appreciate it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And anybody that can come out to an event, we'd love to have you. If not, we really appreciate all the support we get online and people that tune in. And you guys are just as much of a part of it as everybody else. So it's a big pickleball ecosystem and we're really grateful for everybody that's involved. Amen. All right, Connor, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. Uh, and like Connor just said, if you have a chance to go to any PPA event, by Incredible. all means, so fun. go do it. It is, it is a great, great scene and it will inspire you of how good those pros really are. So Connor, thank you. We will see Thanks, you soon. Guys. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you guys so much.